Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. It's October. It's constant crisis. We're doing horror. Horror. It's a weird word. It's a fun one. A lot of R's. Um, child's play. You know that. You clicked on the video. Uh, let's do uh, start out on some rotten tomatoes here, man. Yeah. Um, I would love to see how rotten these tomatoes are. Yeah. Don't look. You're ru- oh, going to ruin it. I, Jesus. I did this last time. I did this last time. It was a whole thing. All right. So I'm Trying to cheat, folks. I don't like to play fair. On the on the uh, tomato meter, the official critic ratings. What would you say the percentage is? Critic critics have to be at like like there still wasn't a lot of like super high quality hoarder outside of like the Friday the Thirteenth, the Freddies and stuff. So I'm gonna throw it a seventy three out there for critic. Are you shitting me? <laughs> wow, you hit it spot on. Yes, seventy three. Uh, so what would you say the audience score is? Audience, I'd throw lower. I'd, I'd throw this at like a 61. Okay, you didn't get that. 65. 65. You're close all there. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, you're really good, good at guessing these. <laughs> yes! It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, what did we do last? I am the critics. <laughs> I am the audience. Although you're probably just like running in there, you know, before you get here. Yeah, like, no, okay, it's actually the, at the top uh, of my Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, so this was uh, – <clears throat> there are more positive than uh, negative one negative uh, comments, right? Yep. So a couple of the negatives just because, you know, of course, right? The filmmakers seem more than aware of the logical – this one I like – it was like – is very uh, – it's, yeah, it's a lot. Big brain. Uh, the, the filmmakers seem more than aware of the logical and dramatic deficiencies of their material – and so they flee to that last refuge of movie scoundrels, uh, self-conscious campiness. I'm not sure what to get out of that one, to be honest with you. That, that person took a normal sentence, <laughs> and then they hit randomized on a lot of these words and yeah. just threw it back in. Uh, making a good horror thriller or even a good horror comedy is not child's play, as this schizoid film all too unfortunately proves. Unfortunately, the screenplay by Don Mancini and John Lafia is so predictable that the jump out of your seat shocks are telegraphed far in advance. So, whatever that means. It's a last holding. It's, it's, uh, yeah. It's a last, but you know, I see what he's going at there, though. The other ones, I'm not sure what they mean, but that one I make yeah. makes a little more sense. Positives. Uh, this is about a random target struggle to survive a predicament nobody will ever believe. A sense of isolation and futility easily overshadows any remnants of allegory still present. That guy owns a thesaurus as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So that's our, uh, you know, critical public reception. However, whatever you want to say there. Um, how, how, how are you hot, cold on this movie? What are your likes, dislikes? I'm kind of in the middle, right? So it's like, I, I think the novelty of this, like, really works. And especially having, like, seen this as a younger kid and now coming back to it as an adult, you know, at least 15 years since I have seen this movie, right? Um, I 
feel like the effect has worn off as far as like your toys kind of coming to life and you know kind of being that kid who's like i don't know i'm a fucking kid yeah i don't know what to do but something is scaring me and no one believes me it's like probably when you're younger as a kid that's just more of a slightly relatable thing and then also just a oh yeah that doll's fucking moving i don't i don't know if i like that i got dolls <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to grow up real quick tonight. <laughs> um, so like, I think some of that really works. Um, what I really hate is Andy. Okay. Uh, I, I I hate. I don't know what it is about child actors, but like, I yeah. just feel like at least nine out of ten times I hate them. And you I feel and Dakota. Like, I I just I think they ruin it. Sure. Like it's just. I you don't thought know. Andy ruined it? Uh, not ruined it, but like every like all of his lines were just like these wimpy kind of things and i don't know what to do and i'm four six or something i don't know sure like i I just i hate listening to it Mm -hmm. like the kid just has no emotion outside of being a wimpy pathetic kid because he's supposed to be right 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 he's a useless kid who is still somehow able to travel the bus you know and and get around with nobody questioning anything and go to the slums and, and nobody cares about him yeah um, There's some plot holes. Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little bit of plot holes there. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then uh, all the dialogue in it seemed like weirdly, like just kind of unrelated to the story at times, which just like really throws me off. Like they'll have a conversation and uh, like one of them will say something and it was like Mike, the um, the detective, and like he would respond with something that just doesn't really like line up. Like it's like kind of a response, but it's just like a, this is my next line. Like, it didn't seem like the dialogue was really, like, written cohesively. It was just like a, this person has some lines, this person has some lines. Here's an excuse to get to the next stage. Yeah. No, it's fair. Didn't Um, feel good for me. I do like that we kind of stick to one, like, goofy thing, you know? Like, the the theme in this one is just, hey, voodoo's real. And we're like, all right, voodoo's real. Like, go ahead, move on. Yeah. Um. We haven't done, like, a horror grading scale yet, but I, I, I think that is, like, a prime rule of, like, you have, like, you get one thing, yeah, you know, that's weird. And then Once after you start that, adding six plot yeah. lines on top of this to make this work, it's... You get a weird thing, that's why there's the scary thing, and then, like, don't keep moving the goalposts, you know, don't be Scream 3 through 6, <laughs> okay, where it's, like, we see people dead, and then all of a sudden they're the killer at the end, so, like, don't, like, don't move the goal. You get, you get one thing, you get one thing. So, not that Scream... Okay, we're not going to get into it. All right, so... This is child's play. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I think that's important. Uh, so, I like I like that we come in. Voodoo's real. Um, what, I, what I don't like is that no one can kill this fucking doll. It's just like... It's this tiny little thing. And you know, I mean, it's it up. has unreal strength. It doesn't and make that's any what sense throws to me. me off the yes, most, right. There's no way. There's no muscle. That doll doesn't have any muscle tone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's well, yeah, right. But like, uh, what? What's the strength level on that thing? Like, does it just get like whatever that dude's strength was in yeah. that body? Like, like what? there's got to be a guy who like I don't I I wouldn't I don't know if it's physics, but you know, it's like the amount of like mass that something has and how it's able to move something. It's like right. there has to be a a theoretical maximum that this doll is just like quadrupling, you right. know, as far as being able to pick things up, move things. I guess if like it gets the guy's muscle in the doll body, like it's but like not, something about that. But not right away, so right? More. So like when he first right. moves into it, it's just the doll. Over time, it becomes more like person-y. Right. So yeah, maybe it is like whatever strength 
that he would have had when yeah. he was a human is passed along. But, but even so, like when <laughs> as a doll, like in the, you know, and it's sitting there up, you know, when she's about to first throw him in the fireplace, like when she first is like questioning him. You know, he's like, did you not fuck with me? You fucking whatever. And he's like, it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Um, But like, she just like, I don't know, like he overpowers her somehow. But, you know, she's got him up in the air. And like, you would just think like, we'll just like hold him by the head or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. He does get tossed around a couple of times. Right. It's like, what's a little bit of inconsistency? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Unless, you know, the voodoo power is based on the belief of the thing, too. And maybe at some point she's more mm. scared for her life than scared of Chucky. This is kind of like a Nightmare on Elm Street type thing where maybe. I don't believe in you anymore, Freddy. You can't hurt me. Yeah. But then, well, that's a whole other thing. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's just irritating. Like, he's just this, this doll. Like, I, I get... Uh, a little frustrated that this doll is this insurmountable villain. Yeah. You know, I, there's just so well, many better to ways to handle it. Just roaming around this city. Like, no one's like, oh, look, a two-foot doll that's, like, scuttling. Like, yeah. that's not disheartening. <laughs> you know? Like, nobody sees him. Is he just crawling through the sewers this whole time? Maybe. He's small enough, right? I guess. No so. one notices you when you're small. That's why no one believes the kid. That's the real lesson here. That's true. Yeah. Double meanings behind everything, right? Yeah. So we go to our bad section, bad trailer. Um, you know, you just cut something together that's uh, that would just make a different movie, right? Um, I would say the the bad guys commercial, the good guys commercial. I don't know why I said bad because bad trailer. I would say the good guys commercial, right, for the doll would be one, right? Sure. Or we do just we make this uh, seemingly a movie just about voodoo. And just darker things. And we leave out, like, all the Chucky visuals. So, like, you don't even know this doll's involved oh, in this yes. movie. The ultimate right? subverted expectations. Right. So, you just try to make it this super dark thing. Right. Eddie Caputo's in a couple of the shots where he's, like, I'm, you know, he's running around his house with a gun, right? Because who knows? Some voodoo thing, right? And then, you know, his house blowing up. Uh, John, you know, the voodoo guy, he's getting his leg broken because of the voodoo doll. But you don't see who's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, handling the voodoo doll, Karen discovering the apartment with all the shit on the wall, right? And then also, like, her almost rape scene, because, you know, you just want to stick to that darker yeah. theme, you know? And you leave out the detective saving her, right? And you, you maybe have some Detective Mike scenes where he's just like, what? what? You know, yeah. you know he's That would all... honestly be, like, a really solid misdirection <laughs> of this whole thing. That yeah. is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted was kind of like a, an extreme consequential parenting montage. So it's like Andy gets called out for lines, so then they beat the shit out of the doll. So it's like we never get any of the scenes with the doll actually moving. It's just them not believing Andy or being upset with what he did. Yeah. And then them destroying the shit out of this doll. So it's just like exacting punishment <laughs> on Andy to his doll. Nice. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my bad summary uh, I said, defective toy needs return, but lightning struck the toy store, so the return can't be made. No, pretty Not good. a great one. Yeah. I had a child's journey throughout growing slash outliving his toys. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Murderer gets a second chance after being paired with a young boy. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for bad casting, you know, stuck to my look up 80, 1988 movies, right? You know, same same year. So Arnold was in uh, Twins with Danny DeVito, 
Uh, so I said, well, let's use both of them, right? <laughs> so we'll get Arnold as, uh, you know, Detective Mike, right? And then Danny DeVito, I couldn't decide which was better. Uh, do we make him Chucky and throw the red hair on him? Or do we just make him Andy, you know? And he does <laughs> yes! all of the... <laughs> make him Andy, that is so much better. <laughs> he does all the mommy lines and everything and hugs her and everything. <laughs> Oh, man, um, that is too good. You know, he's still, like, on his stool brushing his teeth and everything. And, oh, yeah. my gosh. That is really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had uh, Macaulay Culkin instead of Andy, uh, sure. despite the age difference. That's more of, like, a good casting almost. Yeah. <laughs> but, so we have to change it so it's also, like, uh, Home Alone tactics also being employed. Oh, so sure. it's, like, more of, like, a uh, Andy versus Chucky rather than, like, yeah. a... Us trying to save Andy, kind so the of dolls thing. like stepping on race cars and exactly, you know, and we can like him in the face. heavy lean into. I think more of like the comedy horror uh, aspect there. Yeah, uh, that that might actually just be a good That's, movie. Uh, yeah, uh, you you misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> That's a good casting, not a bad casting. Uh, what I had was uh, uh, Al Pacino, but actually just <laughs> trying to be Scarface instead of Mike. Just so that Mike actually has a fucking personality. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, instead of Chucky, just a Care Bear. I had to go back and do some research, but Care Bears were around in the 80s. Sure. So I feel like that would have been Dig it. Fun yeah. switch up. Or just Pacino doing the voice of Chucky, though. <laughs> you're like, hoo <laughs> You're like, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, yeah, so if we get... Uh, Maybe into some of our discussion points here. Or wait, we, what, what did we decide last time? Were we in live tweets first? or? I think we kind of go through the discussion points so we get those right. done, and then we can talk about the the, the live tweets because those right. are a little looser fitting. So, uh, so if you're Chucky, like, is this your approach? You know, like, just, like, you know, uh, sleeping in the house with the, you know, with the kid and everything and, like, killing the ant? Because I feel like if he... You know, just kind of like escapes out the window type deal, right? Does his, you know, revenge on Eddie. You know, figures out from Voodoo John that, you know, hey, you need to go back and get the six-year-old. Right. I think I think Chucky succeeds, you know, because they're just going to be like, well, Andy, you, you can't just, like, misplace your toys. You got to keep track of your toys. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? And so then they just kind of shrug it off on Andy, and Andy's like, yeah, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Chucky comes back, does the voodoo spell, you know, Chucky wins. Yeah. Literally, all Chucky had to do was chill for like a week, right? Like, he could have still pretended just to be a toy yeah. outside of all of this stuff. Andy gets taken away. Chucky just hangs out. Andy comes back, do voodoo on him in his sleep. Yeah. Win. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just it's it's such a clear it. victory that was established, but because he's a psychotic murderer... And has to do shenanigans like he just he couldn't wait yeah it's ridiculous impatient yeah serial killers you know what and that's why most get caught right because they're impatient they don't they don't they don't have the the drive to wait out for the right moment the right opportunity yeah that's why i never got caught right okay you got one <laughs> <laughs> um I was kind of thinking about this. Do you think this movie could have worked as um, a tie-in to the like the Halloween movie anthology, where it's like a uh, you know it's oh, not? I, I hate that. 
It's not <laughs> part of the regular one, but it's part of like the oh, here's another Halloween right, right. story they, kind of thing. Yeah, if they got to do that. Yeah. Oh god. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, this was this was '88, right? So it's like it it kind of would have fit in for the timeline at least after like Halloween three. Sure. It's like if they got the opportunity to do that like anthology, like just every year, every you know, there's a new Halloween story. Like this really would have fit. Yeah. I gotta say, man, it was as good a time as any, but. I don't think I really liked this movie that much. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's that fucking the doll thing really bothers me. It's yeah. just like, you can beat this thing, you know? I I don't know, man. I, uh, some, yeah. It's not it's not uh, vibing with me, you yeah. know? Well, so you, you can't, that would disappoint me you, if it was part of the Halloween anthology. Logically, like, it's tough to weigh a small doll that's slowly becoming a real person against a you know giant hulking of a man that just can't seem to die right or you know like any of the other like classic horror movies like it it is a very tough scale to go against and i feel like that's why they couldn't possibly lean in that direction right and that's why it had to go more on the realm of like ridiculous sure right because if uh what what year did leprechaun come out do you remember that movie Mm. was that also like a like early 90s one like it's something that's still in that like kind of oddball horror category, sure. Um, that I think like sometimes you have to lean into rather than trying to go for like your classic horror stuff because you just you can't compete. Ninety three. Ninety three. Okay, so yeah, five year difference between the two. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like like that still had like interesting concepts attached to it, and like this still had interesting concepts attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you can't compare it to the rest of the horror movies because those are just inherently better because they're more realistically scary where this is just more ridiculously yeah you know scary yeah i see what you're saying i too didn't care for this one as much though just just like michael myers you can see yourself being like oh i'm i would be scared of that guy yeah whereas chucky you're like you well yeah i'm gonna fucking like you know you know, hand up like I'm about to kick off and, you know, and I'm just going to run and kick the fuck yeah. out of this thing, you know? But it's like any horror movie scene where it's like, no, like, I could I could survive that. Easy. Like, yeah. the, every, like they made every wrong decision. This one wasn't oh, even God. the people making wrong decisions. This was their obstacle was, like, inconsequential. You know what I mean? Like, Chucky yeah. is not really a menace. Yeah. Uh, to be tangled with their obstacle is incompetence honestly <laughs> and i mean that's honestly most horror movies sure and yeah. that's that's part of the appeal that, that comes with them is to be like no you idiot turn around what are yeah. you doing don't go into the, the creepy double secret basement yeah but <laughs> yeah if you have a secret basement caution if you have a double secret basement get out of the house mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah uh so one common concept in horror movies you know, the concept of the main character just being made to feel crazy, right? And in this case, we basically have the two main characters of Andy and Karen. Um, and just everybody's like, ah, you're crazy. What are you talking about? You don't know. What? what are you? That can't be. Yeah, because number you one, know. you got a kid. And then number two, you got a woman, and right? It's so like, it's like, <laughs> what The chances? two most non-credible sources ever, right? <laughs> Especially in horror movies, like no, but does that... no one ever believes the kid. No one ever believes the crazy the, lady. The crazy lady. Yeah, they just they they stand no chance for yeah. the narrative. So like, does that concept just feel like really tired to you? Like, I don't, like now when I see that in a movie, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, of course you think she's crazy yeah. and he's crazy. Like I, I don't know. I I just 
maybe that was another part of it why i didn't like this one it was just kind of like really like the concept just feels tired like do you like that in a movie like you just... uh i think it, it depends on how it's done right i think it's where it's like there's enough convincing evidence that like everyone is like labeling them as crazy because the alternative like they can't handle right sure so it's like there's there's not enough evidence in this one i think for like other people to have kind of that lingering thought but i think in instances where it's like there is enough evidence to like the other people around it to be like you know something weird is happening but you're definitely crazy about it, right? You know what I mean? I, I think that's yeah. when it works is when it's like it's close enough to everybody else or there's enough evidence to everybody else that like they know something is off. Yeah. I think that's when it works out best. When it's just a blanket like, no, you're crazy kind of thing. Um, I think that's that's when it falls apart because it's yeah. just like a uh, figure it out yourself until the plot needs me. <laughs> you know, that's that's how it feels, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, so I, I know you had mentioned before as far as, like, the, the one thing being just the voodoo, we get that, yeah, and yeah. then we, we kind of move on for it. Um, how would you feel if, like, instead of that just being, like, the, oh, by the way, voodoo, it's, like, a very voodoo-focused, and then, like, the Chucky is just kind of like a, uh, I think, like, ending scene climax of of the threat kind of thing? Do you think if we kind of focused it to more between, like, uh, before... Uh, he turned into uh, the doll. Okay, so like Charles Lee Ray, he's at you know at, at his buddy John's house. Yeah, he's, we get okay. there, you know, kind of like intro, probably a little bit more backstory between them and like their little you know criminal uh, hoodlums that they hang out with, and we get kind of all those like darker tones and stuff there, and then that's where we sprinkle in a little bit of context with Andy and uh, uh, Claire, Karen, Karen, Christ. Um, I, I was kind of thinking about that after I watched it. I was like, really, that probably would have made a little bit of a cooler thing. I mean, voodoo yeah. magic's always pretty neat. Um, and then just as a way to kind of spare, I guess, the prolonged ridiculousness of the doll running around for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, if if it's just like that's kind of like the event that happens at the end, right? Um, you know, where it's like the the final act is just the revenge enacting. Um, and then, you know, trying to finish off with Andy and it's more of like just the, I guess, shoved in at the end mm -hmm. rather than like a, uh, really just an hour of this doll running amok. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's good. I like, I, I like more backstory typically. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I romanticize backstory to a point where, you know, I didn't see backstory in a movie. And so then I just go, you know, like, oh, I'd love to see more backstory on this, you yeah. know, and it's just like, all right, well then, but if you saw that backstory, would, then what would you have thought of the movie? So I don't know if I over-romanticize it a little bit, Yeah. but that idea immediately, you know, gets me excited of like, yeah, that, that would right. be a good thing. And honestly, the way you would do it, I don't even know if you need to spend a ton of time, like, I don't even know if that needs to be 30 minutes, you know, I mean, because... You figure 15 minutes of this guy just kind of like because you, you don't realize like you talk about it sometimes, but like 15 minutes of screen time is actually it's a, a long lot. time. Yeah, especially and, if it's just dialogue and context being thrown at you. Like, yeah, you can learn a lot. I think probably part of this uh, movie's problem, right, is when they pitch this, that, you know, it's about this evil doll, you know, that so uh, maybe that's a flashback scene even later, because I feel like pretty quickly you have to be like, and here's the evil doll. Right. So I feel like they have that little shootout and then, you know, he's in the toy store and the whole voodoo thing happens. Right. He's in the doll now. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to deliver on, you know, origin of doll or like sight of doll pretty quickly in the movie about the killer doll. Yeah. 
you know, so it's probably why they did things the way they do it. But I, I like your idea of like, like even if it's just like a ten minute flashback later on, yeah, or something. But just they just kind of builds like, out kind of the cooler yeah. part of what this is supposed to be, right? Like it's yeah. like, oh shit, we can just like transfer our our consciousness right into inanimate objects for some reason. And, That's fucking yeah. neat, right? And so you know, but the way they did it was just they did that, um, you know, just the classic like. Yeah, I remember when we were doing the voodoo stuff. Like, it's not how they say it. You yeah. know, John's like, you took what I taught you, you know, used it for evil. And, you know, so they just kind of did it in that, like that lazy, like, oh, remember when kind of yep. way. So You're shoving something in this house. We did voodoo one time, right? <laughs> Told you. So, yep. what I say? what I say? <laughs> Fill in the blanks yourself. It happens. You get it. You get it. Voodoo, right? Voodoo. <laughs> am I right, ladies? <laughs> voodoo. Am I right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I gotta say, I didn't have a lot of more talking points uh, on this. So. Sure. One one of the things I did want to talk about, which I I feel like it would be a total injustice not to bring up, is the animatronics involved with the Chucky doll. So I watched like a like a ten minute video on YouTube. It was kind of like behind the scene things for um, them building out the doll. They got the guy from Nightmare on Elm Street. I want to say either three or four who did some of the animatronic stuff. They had like Freddy's face with some wires and stuff, and mm-hmm. that they were controlling to make it look creepy um and they got that guy in for this movie um and they built a bunch of these dolls um right uh, through for the various stages of like it becoming more human and on various use cases and stuff and it was just an incredibly interesting thing for these dudes in the 80s to be like yeah so you know in the scene where like they set the doll on fire and the arms are just like flailing and stuff they just put like a drill in there with some shit to flop it around and like pull on the arms and legs and just like set it on fire and that was how they got like the you know kind of like the tantruming kind of stuff there and they were like oh you know in, in in some of the scenes like we actually had like a dude just dressed up in a giant chucky suit Oh, um so like in the, the all perspective right yeah. yeah so it's like which and then they you know cut to some of those scenes and i'm like oh my god like that that works out so well and i don't even actively notice that that's so different compared to like the actual doll yeah but like one of the ones that is really noticeable is like when andy's in the asylum kind of i call it an asylum i don't know but you yeah. know that place he's looking out through the window and we see chucky kind of like climbing the stairs that are outside that motion is like way too fluid for the dolls so they're like yeah that's one of those scenes where like they wanted to show it off so it was a person in the suit um and they had a handful of the other ones there um and then they just go through like four people are controlling the doll in most of the scenes so like there's a guy who's just like eyes there's a guy who's like just lips and then there's a guy who's like the the top body and the lower body and they would just be like yeah they'd have everything set up and they would just be like fucking around Mm -hmm. and then the director would be like that looks fucking weird like do that again and then that would be stuff that they reuse in the movie. So they were, like, just playing around with this creepy-ass doll that they built to yeah. find what was creepy. And, like, they got so good at it. Like, it was just so weird to watch, you know, that scene kind of drawn out. Um, and just to watch them doing the controls and making it do, like, the weird stuff, like sneezing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was so cool. I, uh, I I just it would have been a total injustice not to bring up that you know even with the 80s as far as like <laughs> practical effects like that was the litest shit mm-hmm. and uh, yeah even outside of the context of this movie not being the best that is fucking awesome yeah no that practical effects stuff I love you, <sighs> yeah. it's so good and it, it, I hate that that's stuff we don't see as much anymore just because of the time and effort right you know it's like ah we'll just throw you know thousands of dollars at CG for it it's fine yeah. 
but it's so much yeah it's <laughs> so much cooler when you know you just had to work with what you had like i i love all that old star wars stuff yeah the first three and god it's so good yeah so um yeah i mean just i, I to me just a lot of the, the it's not even really a talking point. It's it's real. Like I have a couple live tweets if we want to get to that. I don't know how many more talking points you got. Uh, that that was kind of the last of my major okay. one there too. I knew this one was going to be kind of light. Yeah. Um. So if I just run through my live tweets real quick, it's just so in the beginning, just like it would be funny the alternate scene of Detective Mike just shooting Charles Lee Ray in the head, like amidst his voodoo rant, you know. And then the movie's just about you know Andy getting a doll for his birthday and he's happy. And then, like, maybe they do some, like, scary music sometimes. And then, yeah. And it's then just there's... a bunch of, like, tension building for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just they, they build it. I think I saw an interview with Quentin Tarantino where he's talking about a, uh, 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 what's that? What's that director's name? You know, the birds and all that other shit. Uh, Hitchcock? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, a Hitchcock movie. I can't remember what it's called, but basically the whole time it's, you know, this this guy and his wife and the wife thinks that he's gonna uh, she's that he's gonna kill her right and so basically the whole movie it's like he's just doing normal shit and like nothing's happening right and then you know by the end of the movie like they kind of like have a confrontation about it she's like you know i feel like you're gonna kill me and then he's like no 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 then everything's happily ever after but like he does something as the credits are about to roll and you're like ah yeah you know is that like like the turnaround and grin kind of thing like ah right yeah so, you know, it'd be funny. They just kind of, like, made it like that. Yeah. Right. Um, Honestly, that would be, like, kind of just as effective, right? All we get is kind of, like, the supernatural-ish, you know, kind of tension building of, like, weird things happening. But, like, we never see the doll move. Yeah. You know, maybe we get, like, a slight head turn and or the, something. Yeah, and then it's, it's, like, it's just at the end. It's just, like, a... Yeah, but I it's Maybe like, I should have done like, that towards the camera. <laughs> but it's, like, it's like not enough, right? Yeah. It's kind of, like, one of those, like... Yeah. Well, now what? Yeah. Uh, I got to wait for the sequel where the doll actually fucking does something. Yeah. But then it doesn't do anything. It's just like eight movies where you're waiting on Chucky to move. <laughs> the most boring <laughs> plot. Andy's in, like, college now. He's still carrying around this fucking thing. Like, yeah, no, Mom, I really think it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just Breakfast of Champions, of course. Um, why not just give your friend the money to go haggle with the homeless guy about the doll? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, obviously she's um, way more equipped than you are to yeah, haggle, so. I 100% Andy thought Andy was going to get shot. <laughs> uh, she's pretty calm for having almost being been raped. Like, she just, like, goes right back into, like, talking about, you know, there's no, like, moment of, like, Whoa, thanks. That was close. Like, no, she's just right back to, like, yawn at this cop it about bad police work. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, then later that night, you know, like, Jesus, Mike, just try to fucking get out of the car. You know, he's just letting Chucky run all around the car looking around. Yeah, he made zero effort to even just stop the vehicle. Like, I was so frustrated with that scene now granted all like it, it was the whole thing it was kind of cool and 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 exciting at first with like you know the knife coming from behind or yeah. whatever and he's like trying to dodge it and then the logic kicked in of stop the car roll out of the car like what's the worst that could happen yeah 
Yeah, also, sure. his expert driving through all of that to still not really like hit anything outside of a trash can. I think he sideswiped like two cars. Yeah, fucking impressive. Crazy. Uh, I love when a character dies that insists the main character is crazy. Uh, great death, you know the shock therapy headset. Yeah, fantastic. Um, goddamn, Mike, keep the doll in your hands. Don't just throw it aside like the crisis mishandling. Uh, just drives me insane. Yeah, they didn't both um, need to go look at Andy in that moment, but they were just like, ah, child. Yeah. Ah. Right. And then, you know, fucking none of these doors in this goddamn apartment have locks on them. Like, mm. Jesus Christ, that was, yeah, that was the other freshman. And that's the end of my live tweets. So. Yeah. <clears throat> that is good. I uh, I was really glad that, like, again, off the bat, we had the supernatural kind of subplot you know him him doing the voodoo magic i was I, I thought that was just such a good way to at least open us up with it got a little bit more deflated once uh you know chucky being armed with a child's wooden hammer uh was the murder weapon that was confiscated from the crime scene i don't know how mike uh kind of landed with that one i love the like we're trying to have the giant reveal to uh, Karen be the batteries falling out of the box. Yeah, <laughs> like just the amount of tension. Be like, oh no, there's no batteries. <laughs> and like her trying to explain this to Mike in the most frantic batshit way. He's like, no, you don't understand the doll. It's been moving and talking, doing all these things, but there's no batteries in it. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm sorry, Mattel made a fucking freak of nature doll, but I don't see what the problem here is. Yeah. Karen. Karen. Uh, and her name's Karen. I mean, losing all credibility in the for the for the, you know, new crowd, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh I probably at least fourteen times throughout this labeled and complained about Andy B just a useless character in this. Like he sure. has to be involved just because it's him, but like he just he he contributes nothing outside of just being an end destination. A victim. Yeah. Um what I will say though is that Karen is a fucking ace shooter. <laughs> like every time that she actually had a gun and was shooting a bullet, every shot hit. Yeah. Like this lady was classically trained. She she was on it. And that was uh more impressive than it needed to be. Um I will say one of the uh the best scenes that was in this was kind of in uh after Chucky had gotten burned and he was all, you know, crispy bits and stuff and he was coming after Andy. There was kind of like this like lower camera angle looking up with him like doing this real like slow walking. Yeah. And it looked it was just so smooth. It looked like it was on like a rail or something. And I was like, if like just this frame, like this is an extremely effective and imposing scene for Chucky right now, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> Even from the child's perspective, it's, like, this big looming thing. And I feel like that's what, like, these scary actors in, like, you know, Halloween and all these other ones are supposed to be. It's that, like, you know, looking up at the big, terrible, scary thing. And it was the only time they were able to actually get around to creating that feeling mm. was in that. And that that just standalone small section of him, like doing this just like slow walk at andy yeah uh that was the only time it landed the whole movie right uh and it was they i it it made me sad that they were capable of creating that type of feeling and just disregarded it outside of 13 seconds of the movie (laughs) such a waste yeah also i just don't understand how the chucky doll works when its head is removed and all of its arms and bits are removed Voodoo, am I right? Ah, voodoo! Who do you voodoo? Voodoo, who do, shoo do? I don't know. 
Chucky Voodoo. Voodoo. Oh, Voodoo Voodoo Chucky Chucky Voodoo. Chucky Voodoo. Yeah. All right. Well, about the end for you. About the end. All right. Well, that was Child's Play. Uh, you know, follow us on all the socials and stuff. You know, the Twitter, the Instagram, the YouTube. Uh, you know, weekly weekly pods uh spotify apple you know etc etc emails consecrated hotline yahoo.com if you got any suggestions comments questions concerns and uh yeah thanks bye